Ah, yes, the magnificent Trolley Sourbright Crawler, also known as Trollicus brightolus. The worm's captivating neon colour makes it an easy gummy prey. Trolley! It's a surprisingly sour, invitingly chewy, staggeringly snackable species unlike anything else found on this planet. Eat me! Delicious. Visit trolley.com to shop now. Trolley, eat me! If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Smart TV podcast. I'm David Butcher. I write about TV for Radio Times. And this is my quick run through the week ahead on television. I'm just going to pick some good things that are definitely worth watching. And as always, one that isn't. First up, the new drama from David Simon and George Pelicanos. They are the guys behind The Wire, which was, of course, complete landmark of American TV drama back in the noughties. This is called We Own This City, and it's kind of a sort of spiritual sequel to The Wire. It's also set in Baltimore. It's also about crime and policing and the mean streets. It starts on Tuesday on Sky Atlantic. So it's based on a book about real-life events involving police corruption and a particular unit of the Baltimore Police Department going back a few years to 2015. But it feels more polemical than The Wire was. It, it really is pointing the finger at policing and institutional racism. And to be honest, it can feel a bit sort of grandstandy. Sometimes it feels like they're sitting around explaining to each other why what's going on is really, really bad. But they really know how to tell a story. So it's rich and multi-layered. There's lots of characters. There's lots of storylines going on. There's different time frames. It reminded me, in its portrait of a sort of crumbling American city, it reminded me a bit of a show that was on Sky a while back called City on a Hill. That's set in Boston, so it's slightly different. It's got Kevin Bacon as a, as a sleazy cop. If you like this kind of quite hard-boiled, gritty, American social realism about street politics and so on, 
then I really recommend City on a Hill as well. But also, it's definitely worth checking out We Own This City. That starts on Sky Atlantic on Tuesday at 9 o'clock. So right now, we've got this lovely long bank holiday weekend there is lots of platinum jubilee programming around i'm not going to go into it all you can find the details the best place to find the details is in radio times magazine that's the easiest way there's a complete guide in there but there's lots of other stuff going on and next i'm going to talk about two things that don't look connected but kind of are the first program is on saturday on channel four and it's called sir alex ferguson never give in And I found it really interesting because it kind of asks the question I've often wondered, which is, why is Alex Ferguson so angry? He was clearly this fierce, angry, driven character. And this programme, it's a film, really, it helps you understand why that was, what it was that was driving him, his formative experiences in Scotland and then in Manchester, becoming basically the greatest manager in the history of the game. But... It's broader than that. It's broader than just a sporting story. It's very good. He's very good talking about leadership and psychology. He says, I don't believe in, I don't call it psychology. I just call it management. About building things. About It's about life generally. One note of caution, it is made by his son, Jason, but it doesn't feel like a puff piece at all. So that is Sir Alex Ferguson, Never Give In. That's on Channel 4 on Saturday. Really interesting. So, How does that feel like it connects to classical music and the conductor Charles Hazelwood? Well, Hazelwood quotes Fergie in his new series, which is called Reinventing the Orchestra. Uh, That's on Monday on Sky Arts, because Ferguson apparently argued that an orchestra, a classical music orchestra, was the perfect example of teamwork. And... Hazelwood is very much running with that idea. He he calls, he's got this nice quote, he calls the symphony orchestra the most evolved and beautiful form of teamwork. He also says it's a unique expression of what humankind is capable of. Now that's, if you don't like that kind of high flute and stuff, he is very earnest. Hazelwood is famous for this kind of thing, but he is also very compelling. And I would say just as you don't need to be massively into football to get a lot from the the Ferguson documentary, you don't need to be into classical music to get a lot from this. It is partly about orchestras, and we see Hazelwood with his special ensemble, and he talks us through a Mozart symphony brilliantly. But it's about what we learn, what we can learn from the way musicians work together in an orchestra about other things like creativity and teamwork and leadership but also life lessons. So I would say between those two documentaries, there's lots of interesting stuff about life and work and passion, but from completely different angles. So that second one, that's called Reinventing the Orchestra. It's on Sky Arts at nine o'clock. Okay, so time to lower the tone a bit. Top Gear returns this weekend. It's series 30-something. We know Top Gear can be a bit up and down. Sometimes it's great sometimes less so, but it is definitely the case that the the combination, the trio of presenters that they've got at the moment works really well. It's Paddy McGuinness and Freddie Flintoff and Chris Harris, and they they click. Sometimes presenting teams just click. They used to try and fake 
the sort of bonhomie for a bit on Top Gear, and it really didn't work. It felt really ugly. But these guys, they feel like old mates. They feel like lads who are forever uh, on a road trip on their way to a stag weekend or something. They're just having fun. They're, they're playing pranks on each other. They're being lads. And when it works, it really works. And this first episode of the new series, which is on Sunday on BBC One at 8 o'clock, it is one of those great episodes where it feels like it's made by someone who you, who watched a lot of wacky races as a kid. You remember the old cartoon? And now they want to kind of see if they can recreate that in real life. So they're going through Florida doing various different crazy motorsports, swamp buggy racing and donk racing and things like this. That's all good fun. The racing itself is good fun, but it's all the bits in between. Like at one point, they're travelling across Florida in this big RV, you know, sort of motor caravan Winnebago type thing but it's ancient it's like from the 1980s so it keeps breaking down at one point they get stuck in the middle of nowhere and they're waiting to be towed so they start playing cards they play a game of snap and it's this really childish game of snap that they get into and it sort of gets out of hand and it's probably really unsuitable this for to show to nine-year-old kids but it appeals to the nine-year-old kid in all of us in a way it's funny and silly and there's a great energy to it obviously if you hate all things top gear i'm not going to persuade you but if you don't mind a bit of top gear this is a really good episode to watch so that's sunday bbc one at eight o'clock some other cool shows i'm just going to give a few honorable mentions because they've talked about these on the main radio times podcast but it's worth reminding you there's my name is leon on the friday the bank holiday weekend on bbc one brilliant one-off drama really moving fans of borgen need to know that season four is on netflix now one of the great scandy dramas also the outlaws season two starts on bbc one on sunday that's the comedy thriller set in bristol with stephen merchant and christopher walken and so on jane and rihanna will be talking about that next week Uh, as well as the really interesting-looking Everything I Know About Love, uh, which is a rom-com adapted from Dolly Alderton's memoir. So those are all coming up, all quality TV. I want to mention here uh, some films that are coming up that are free-to-air, Bank Holiday Weekend, of course, often a time for watching old films, and on the channel called, very modestly, Great Movies, which is free-to-air, they've got a Wes Anderson Weekend, So if you're a fan of Wes Anderson, then there's the Royal Tenenbaums. They're showing The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. They're showing the wonderful Grand Budapest Hotel and various other ones. That's well worth looking into. You can probably find great movies. It'll be tucked away on your programme guide somewhere. Also, on Monday, on Film 4, they're showing Knives Out, which is the Daniel Craig kind of period style who done it i haven't seen it since it was on in cinemas and it was it was great i really enjoyed it there's a sequel in the works that's coming out later this year that will be on netflix i believe so it's kind of a good time to watch it again if you enjoy the original or if you never saw it you're in for a treat while i'm talking films if you're looking for film to go out to over the weekend or next week just to say, I loved both the big multiverse films that are out now. The Everything Everywhere All at Once is 
fabulous in a weird kind of way and also the marvel film the doctor strange in the multiverse of madness that's good even if i have to say in one of the universes doctor strange does look worrying he looks a bit like keir starmer there's a kind of zombie doctor strange and i I was just reminded of keir starmer in a way that i didn't really want to be of course there's also the top gun film that's out it's very cheesy but great fun in a kind of militaristic macho kind of way but back on tv i want to talk about some comedy now As with all sitcoms, I'm pretty sure some people are going to hate this. They'll switch off after two minutes. I think other people will love it. It's called Killing It, and it's on E4. It's showing double bills from Wednesday, starting at 10pm. Probably likely to appeal to you if you're a fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There's some of the same people involved creatively and also in the cast. The reason it's on late is because it is quite dark and quite weird at times it's about a guy in florida who's down on his luck he's a security guard he's got big dreams but nothing ever seems to go right for him then by a weird sequence of events he decides to get involved in this big competition they have to catch pythons in the everglades because there's a big reward for them because this is like an invasive species so people go out and hunt them and he hopes he thinks maybe this is his route to riches this guy is played he's called craig he's played by craig robinson who is very funny and the whole thing is kind of a satire on capitalism and the american dream but that makes it sound quite heavy and it really isn't it's very silly and quite surreal at times and i would say well worth a look that's killing it it's on e4 on wednesday Which brings us to this week's One to Miss. And I'll be honest, I quite enjoyed the first series of this that was just called The Bridge. It promised a bit more than it delivered, but it it had some good moments. If you don't remember it, it was about a bunch of people on a lake in Wales, and they had this task to build a crossing to an island, and if they got there, they'd win 100 grand. There was 100 grand cash on the island. This time it's called The Bridge Race to a Fortune, and it's in Vietnam. It's in that amazing bay full of beautiful islands off Vietnam. And there are two teams trying to build bridges to the same island where the money is, and it's 200 grand this time, so they've kind of pumped it all up. And it could be a great show about teamwork and overcoming challenges and so on, but it's reality TV, so it's mostly about arguing because that's the fuel that sort of drives reality tv and the show is always looking to to amp that up and to sort of drive a wedge between people it always wants to deepen the divisions and get them more at each other's throats and get one person to betray the others and do the dirty on them there's a lot of bitching and bickering in it it's like big brother but with a big diy project basically and I know it's just a bit of reality TV, it's all fun, but it feels like there are ways of doing it, and this feels a bit old school. It's kind of what we don't particularly need at the moment is something that is trying deliberately to divide people and manipulate people and get them to take sides and sabotage each other. That's not what TV needs to be doing for us right now. And there are lots of warmer shows that also have, you know, really fierce kind of competition and plenty of drama in them, like like uh, Sewing Bee, for instance, but where there's also a warmth to it and lots of supportiveness amongst people. 
And that feels like a bit more of the kind of medicine that TV needs to give us right now. So anyway, The Bridge, Race to a Fortune, that's my one to miss. And to be honest, if you're interested in it at all, you'll probably be more interested in Love Island, which is over on ITV2 this week anyway. That's a whole other story. While we're on this kind of thing, I'll just mention that it is, of course, the Britain's Got Talent final on Sunday on ITV. There's, it's two and a half hours worth. It's quite an epic, but it's a big TV event and it'll be huge. It'll get a bigger audience than anything else I've mentioned. That's all for this week. I hope there's something in there that appeals to you. This Smart TV podcast comes out every Friday, so do join me again next week for some more highlights, including there's the new drama called Sherwood coming up, written by the playwright James Graham. From what I've seen of it, the first couple of episodes, that looks a bit special. I'll talk about that more next time. But that's it for now. Uh, My name's David Butcher. I hope you can join me again soon. Till then, cheerio and happy viewing.